Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It is 109 St. Thomas football idol today. College football final will be in later in the day today with all the scores and game reports from all over the area and scores from all over the country but uh, we're pleased to have Doug Swinhart back for the day. Of course, uh, Doug, a fixture on Saturdays between noon and one with Tech Talk and with the Tommy's Idol. Doug is in studio today. Here are the numbers 651 989 9226. 651 989 9226. You can text 81807. I know there's a lot of pent up demand to talk to Doug. Feel free to call the program or send your text right now. Once again, Tag Talk underway. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, by all means, call the program right now. Doug, good to see you again. Oh, it's nice to be back, Stevie. You know, I, I, I like the Tommies, and I'm glad they're playing, but I'm always good to see them when they get done for the season so you and I can get back to business. That's right, and they've got a week idle, so here we go. Tech Talk underway. Once again, Doug in studio, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. And uh, we've been doing some cleaning downstairs. Uh, We cleaned out my wife's office, and there's a couple of old computers in there. Computers that uh, haven't been used in a while. They're well past their prime, and we're in the process of reformatting those and then those uh, computers will be donated and uh, we've got fall cleaning and we've got spring cleaning so if you have that old equipment uh, make sure you recycle it properly oh absolutely and it's getting more difficult as well Um, now the recycle centers are actually starting to to charge for any kind of technical stuff so and you and I mentioned before that if you really have to get rid of equipment I'd still suggest that you take it up to tech dump in St. Louis Park they're a great company. They do great work. Yeah, and uh, there are a number of facilities all over the Twin Cities area and beyond. But uh, we want to make sure if you're doing that cleaning, don't throw it in the bin. Can't that do stuff that. stuff can't go in the landfill. Nope, can't um, do that. We're, we're talking old monitors, computers, etc. Make sure you take the time. Do a Google search. We brought up Tech Dump. It's a nonprofit uh, here in the cities, but there are a lot of good firms that will take this stuff off your hand. And what they do is they really strip this equipment down so it's a big deal and they make sure it ends up in the right spots. Absolutely. And there's things that I've actually seen on YouTube where people are teaching other people to take computers apart and get the precious metals out of it, but it's a lot of work. It is. It's an enormous amount of work. Now, data security. You have an old hard drive. Maybe the thing won't boot up, but you're concerned about what's on that bad boy. What's the easiest way to make sure that no one else can get at that data? If you can't boot whatsoever, you can get yourself a real heavy magnet and just stick it right on the top of the hard drive, and that will destroy the data. It's always best if you can boot up your computer, even if you're using a DVD or a USB drive, boot to that and find a wipe program that does a security wipe. And what that does is it not only erases the data, 
but it rewrites ones and zeros all the way across the entire platter. That way you know for absolutely certain that everything is gone. All right, so a friend of reminder, and I just thought I'd bring it up today because we're doing some fall cleaning and cleaning out an office and getting some carpet cleaned, and um, it's certainly a, a good Good thing to remember to recycle that stuff properly. By the way, the numbers again on Tech Talk, 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Um, Let's go to the phone lines. Let's get started there. We've got plenty of things to get into. Let's start with Lee in Brooklyn Park. Lee, you're on the air with Doug. Hello. Yes, sir. I've got a couple old computers, my daughter's older computer and then an old laptop that she had, and she's forgotten the passwords, and I'd like to get some stuff off there. Is there any way of getting in there? Oh, sure. If these are Windows XP, Windows 7 machines, as after you get past your company logo, HP, Dell, whatever, uh, and, he, and if it doesn't happen to have a logo, as soon as you turn it on, start tapping your F8 key. Tap, 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 and it should bring you to a safe mode menu where you can select safe mode without networking, and you can get in there as an administrator, and you can actually take that password out of Windows. It's um, it's one element of the older version of Windows that is not near as secure as people think. Now, if you happen to have Windows 8 or Windows 10, you're probably going to require either getting some other software that you can bypass that with, or you can take the drive out and you can plug it into a Linux computer and you can read your data that way. So absolutely. And if you have trouble with that, you give me a call next week and I'll walk you right through it. Well, I have Doug's number and email at the end of the program today. And even if we have St. Thomas football on the air, Doug still takes calls and emails during the week. And of course, when the Tommy season is over, Doug will be back here on CCO. We've got a lot of calls and a lot of texts, as you might expect. Uh, let's go to Sharon in Minneapolis. Sharon, you're on the air. Hello. Thank you. Um, about three weeks ago, I had this message appear on my computer, both verbally and in, on the screen, mm-hmm. saying that this computer had picked up a scam on a pornographic site. Never happened because it's never been on a pornographic site. I turned the whole system off, and I left it that way for about two weeks. When I turned it back on, the message was gone. I went to Microsoft Security, which I have on the system, and I ran it. It ran for a full week, just completed the scan, and it says uh, that there is no virus on on the computer at this time. My concern is, could there be some remnant left, or am I, and am I going to have other issues? You know, this is interesting. The, the fact that it took a week to run is kind of bells and whistles off in my head. I'm going to suggest that you get online and you go to a Google search box, and in the search box, you type in ADW Cleaner, no spaces, space major geeks and that'll take you to the major geeks file depository you can download adw cleaner from malwarebytes it will download it's you don't really install it on your computer it's a portable program you run it and see if it finds anything i'm not so certain that you don't have some kind of malware or a virus that has actually bypassed the security essentials and this is going to be one way to check If this thing runs more than a couple of hours, I want you to give me a call. Nothing should take a week to scan your computer. 
Something's off there. Something just smells fishy. And thank you so much for the call, Sharon. We have brought it up on the program before, Doug, that people can be a browser. Firefox is is one I ran across on a Chromebook that has nothing to do with Windows. And I happen to be at a site. I don't know if I was looking for shoes or whatever it was. Um, point being is, I got this alarming screen that oh, yeah. said, your Windows machine is infected. Oh, yeah. Call this number now. <laughs> I'm on a Chromebook. It has nothing to do with Windows, and I think I well, I was browsing in Chrome. I wasn't even in Firefox. I have the same thing every week, Steve. Every, you know, both of my support machines on my desk are running Linux. Yeah. Your Windows computer is in fact, well, you know, that is absolutely a browser redirect. What bothers me about this caller, Sharon's call, is the fact that she said she got it in the browser and she got it verbally on her computer. That very possibly could be an AVI, an MPG, that's a file on her computer that's playing that thing. So, And when she said that she had to run Microsoft Security Essentials and it took like a week to run, that's not good. Something is, is making that loop. Uh, but you're absolutely right. When you see this in a web browser, and it doesn't matter how secure your computer is, if the content is coming in from a website, just like a normal web page, then that's a false alarm. Do not react. Do not call the phone number. It's not Microsoft. It's not Dell. It's not HP. It's a scam. It's absolutely a scam. Run, run fast, and run far. Good advice. All right, quick break. We have more. Phone lines are open. We've had a couple of good calls already. The number there is 651-989-9226. Tommies are off today. Doug Swinhart and Tech Talk in studio and the text line, another great way to go. We have a number of those lined up at 81807. 81807 Tech Talk with Doug continues in a moment. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. 123 here at CCO. Doug Swinhart in studio. It's Jack Talk. Some phone lines open. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. 81807. Let's go to Rosemount. And Lee joins us on the line. Hello. Yes. I'm kind of on a six-year-old Asus laptop. Okay. A lot of times when I try to get on the Internet, it says DNS server is not responding. Uh, yes, a DNS, domain name server. When you click on a link, your computer is sending a network packet to a DNS server. There's a couple of ways around this. If you have a wireless, you can go in and you can check to see what your DNS servers are set to. Another way would be to go underneath your network settings to your network adapter And in Windows 7, you would right-click on My Network Places, slide down, click Properties. You would select whatever you're using for an adapter, a Wi-Fi adapter or an Ethernet adapter. Right-click, select Properties. Go under both IP version 4 and IP version 6, your TCP IP settings, and reset the DNSs right in Windows. And I would recommend that you use Google DNSs. 8.8.8.8 would be the primary, and the secondary would be 8.8.4.4.4. 
And if this is a little complex or convoluted, feel free to give me a call next week, and I'll walk you right through it over the phone. Nothing to it. If you're having trouble with your DNSs, that's going to corrupt your entire Internet experience. Thank you so much for the call, Lee. Have a good weekend. All right. uh, Let's go to the text line for a moment, then we'll jump back to the calls. Andy and Claudia, hang on the lines. Um, From the text line, a five-year-old computer that uh, was upgraded from Windows 7 to 10 has version 15.11, but will not update further. Freezes at completion of download and goes back. Uh, should I convert? What, what, what do I do with, with this? This actually, I see this. This is quite common. And what you can try is to download GWX Control Panel. And you can just go to a Google search box and type in GWX Control space panel, and it'll take you right to the download page. This piece of software, even though it was designed to prevent Windows 10 from an automatic update, there is a section in there that you can click on one button and it will clear your update cache. That should work. If that doesn't work, you may need to actually reinstall Windows, whether you decide to go with 10 or your previous operating system. You may have to reinstall Windows from the ground up if you still want to continue to get updates. And I wish I had better news, but hopefully GWX control panel will work. That, in my experience, it works about 80% of the time, and it should work for you as well. Thank you for the text. All right. Uh, should I convert my late 2009 iMac to a solid-state drive and... If so, how much does that cost to do something like that? Yeah, you know, Stevie, that's that's just the cream of the crop right there. That's I, an eight-year-old computer. Yeah, now. I, I, I put SSD drives in Macs. I probably have done six of them in the last three weeks. It's amazing the difference in speed and power. Price-wise, and, and Macs are a little bit different than PCs. Apple actually connected a thermal sensor to these hard drives to keep track of the temperature. And depending upon your model of Mac, it would absolutely be worth it. Depending upon what you need for equipment, a good hard drive, if you get a 250-gig Samsung, for example, run you about 100 to 110 bucks. You'll probably need an adapter if you've got an iMac. If you've got a laptop, then you won't. And you possibly might need an adapter that does this temperature control thing, which is about $15. Uh, I normally will will tell people if you have this work done, you can expect to pay somewhere around two fifty in labor. If you take your time, you can learn how to do it yourself. It is well worth it. Your Mac should run much much faster, run much much cooler. Now these older machines don't allow the six gigabits per second, but your entire computer is going to be a minimum of four times the speed. Plus, you're probably going to add 8 to 10 years of life to it, especially if you install the operating system as a clean install. Great text. Thank you so much. Updates can cause problems. Here's an example from the text line. Recently downloaded the newest update for my iPhone 7 Plus. The Bluetooth on my car is not showing the names of my contacts like it did before. Is this because of the update? What can I do to fix it? It very well could be, and I wish I had an answer. Bluetooth, 
there are different versions of Bluetooth, and I'm, I'm hearing more of this. I don't have the answer. What you want to do is take your example of your iPhone, and by the way, you can always call Apple Care as well. They're probably going to tell you they don't support the car. You take the car back to the dealer, they're going to tell you they don't support yeah. your Wi-Fi. So you're kind of in a catch-22. My best advice would be to get on Google, do some research, and hopefully find a fix. I don't know if you can actually back that update off that phone. I would also tell you to check and see if you've got other things connected to this phone when it's trying to train up to your car. Vehicles that now will accept, like Google Auto and iPhone has a has a Connect. I don't remember what they call it, Apple Connect or whatever it is. They are actually specific to different Android and Apple operating system versions. So you got to be kind of cautious with that stuff. It's it ain't coming easy. We're close, and I know the equipment they're talking about. These little seven-inch screens on these cars, phenomenal what they do. But here again, my phone is three years old, won't connect to anything above a 2016. So it's uh it's it's it can get complex. You gotta get it all coordinated. All right, 130. We'll have an update on the weather and then more here on Tech Talk. And right out of this quick weather break, we'll visit with Andy and Claudia. Take more text as well. Here are the numbers. 651-989-9226. You can text. 81807. And those numbers are good for all our programs here on CCO, so keep them handy. 57 degrees, cloudy. It's getting windy. Southeast at 17 here at CCO. 135 Tech Talk with Doug in studio. Uh, Doug joining us with the Tommies off today. And of course, uh, Doug, most of the year comes your way between 1 and 2 o'clock here on CCO. If you're having computer problems, Hardware or software, whatever, feel free to call the program. We're going to go to those phone lines. The number there is 651-989-9226. Let's bring in Andy in Bloomington. Andy, you're on the air. Hello. Hey, Doug. Hey, Andy, what's up? Well, I'm just wondering, uh, I used to be a you know big PC guy, and now I, I've switched over to Apple stuff. Okay. And I'm not a real techie type, but I do work for a semiconductor manufacturer, uh, ironically, but um I'm wondering if, if there have ever been any viruses written specifically for uh, Apple computers or, you know, like Macs, not the old stuff. Uh, actually, there has. I, I don't know if you can actually call it a virus or malware. There seems to be real gray area in between that. If you think you have something like this, I'm going to highly recommend that you locate the Sophos website, S-O-P-H-O-S, and if I'm not mistaken, they have a tool that will do a scan online for your Mac. I'm also quite certain that ESET has an online tool for your Mac as well. If you think you have something or if you're concerned about it, I know for certain that Sophos will actually sell a product uh, to the end user for a Mac. Great, great company. Sophos is kind of like the granddaddy of antivirus folks. They're world-renowned. Uh, started out strictly business, strictly corporations, and several years ago started selling to the home user as well. But, yes, there has. It's rare. It's very, very rare. As you may or may not know, the Mac operating system is built on a Linux platform. It's a Linux operating system that's been improved upon and made proprietary. 
So when they sell you an operating system, they're doing that legally, but it absolutely is built on a Linux platform. Tough to beat. Tough, tough, tough to beat. You know that old laptop I've had for years and years used to bring out to the fair, the old MacBook? Uh, I found it sitting on a shelf. Did you fire it up? Well, the battery shot, but I, I found the charger, fired it up, powered right up, trained up to the Wi-Fi, and I was able to poke around oh, online on this thing. Absolutely. And you this know, thing's got to be 10 years old. Or more, yeah. yeah you know, I mean, Max, at least. Yeah, if, you, if they get good care, the only Macs that I've had that are unrepairable have seen so much abuse where the oh, cases sure. are dent, um, there's coke spilled on the inside. Wow, yeah, you know, something is, yeah, uh, but they run and run and run and run. Yes, you're going to pay more for a Mac. I I fully admit that. But I do believe you get what you pay for here. I really do. Yeah, it, it fired right up. Extraordinary. All right, let's go to Claudia in St. Louis Park. Claudia, you're on the air. Thanks for waiting. Hi, thank you very much. Sure. So, uh, hey, I, Doug, I've got a Dell desktop. It's an Aspirant 660. I, I don't even remember quite how old that is. But hey. we're, we're having all kinds of trouble with, you know, it's slow to start. It's slow to bring up, uh, uh, you know, programs. I run WebRoot. I've got WebRoot. I've got malware. Uh, it, it just seems like the whole thing has slowed down considerably. I mean, it says it's got six six gigabyte RAM, yeah. of RAM. Only five point eight seven is usable. Uh, I, I don't know what to do. Well, if I had that baby at my house, I'd put a solid state drive in there. I would put a fresh install of Windows, your choice, seven, eight, or ten, and I would do a dual boot with Linux. Your, your computer will likely boot into Windows in less than 38 seconds, and it will boot into Linux in less than 20 seconds, and everything would be much, much quicker. Give me a call next week, and we'll chat about the possibility of getting together and doing this for you. And I'll see if I can connect to you and clean you up in the meantime, but it, you know, in between when you decide to upgrade or, or get a new machine or whatever. But, yeah, these computers should run and run and run, and I think most of what you got going on is, is just bloat, and it just needs a whole ton of maintenance. All right, let's get into that real quick right now. Let's let's take a minute or two. And sure. if people have a computer that's sluggish or running slow, what are a couple of programs you recommend that people can download, get that computer cleaned up and, and tuned up? Uh, today it's going to rain later, it's going to rain tonight. Probably a good night to play with the computer and get it fixed up. really is. The, the very, very first program, if you're in a Windows environment, and I don't care which version, You download the free version of CCleaner and just go to a Google search box and type in C-C-L-E-A-N-E-R and it'll take you to Pureform. Make sure you get the free version and not the trial version because the trial version will end after 30 days. Now, run CCleaner. Run all the sections, both the the cleaning and the registry. That's not going to take very long. That's going to do an enormous amount. You also might want to locate and download and install OzLogic Disk Defragmenter. And that's A-U-S-L-O-G-I-C. And if you just put the word disk after it in a Google search box, you'll find it. By maintaining your disk drive, that's huge. First, you clean off the temporary files, optimize your registry, then do your disk maintenance. That alone will be absolutely huge. 
Other than that, it's probably going to take some tinkering with some configuration, figuring out what you've got running, and that also can be achieved in CCleaner as you move forward and you gain a better understanding of your random access memory and your hard drive storage. Those two sections work together to create your full computer experience. But CCleaner and OzLogic, smartest thing that you can possibly do for a computer. Uh, let's go to one more phone call. Let's bring in Mary. Mary, uh, from yes. Minneapolis, you're on the air. Okay, I have a Windows 10 with a Word 2013. And I started a while ago suddenly having my documents open in Word only. Documents that never used to are now opening in Word only, read only. And so now I'm, I'm a writer. I have to go in. I have to edit. I have to change. And it keeps opening things up in read only. Bad, bad juju. I, I'm, I'm going to make your life really easy. I want you to open up Firefox or Google Chrome and go to LibreOffice.org. L-I-B-R-E. O-F-F-I-C-E dot O-R-G. Download the free version of LibreOffice Suite. And it doesn't matter if you get the x86 version, which is 32-bit, or the x64, which is 64-bit. Both should run perfectly fine. When you're installing LibreOffice, make sure you select the custom install. It will, and then just take the defaults as you're going through the screens until you get the one that shows you about default. Put a check mark in Microsoft Word Docs as opening up for the default. With Libray, you can open, edit, and save any Microsoft Office file. Your version of Word that you are used to should look very, very similar. In fact, it should be identical. The same commands you're used to using in Word, you can use right in Libray. And if you have any trouble with that, give me a call next week. But LibreOffice is your answer. Microsoft is attempting to get you to upgrade to Office 365 and a new version of Microsoft Office. I don't think you need to do that. My personal opinion. Hope that helps, Mary. Thank you so much for the call. All right. Some full lines open. Tech Talk with Doug. 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. And from our text line, uh, Doug, I have Windows uh, 10. My subscription to Norton Security ends in 40 days. Should I renew or just use uh, the onboard uh, Windows 10 security? I think with Windows 10, I think the Windows Defender is going to suit you just fine as long as you make absolutely certain you remove Norton completely. Even if you go under the programs and features in Windows 10, and you do an uninstall, or even if you use CCleaner uninstaller. And I'm not so certain Revo uninstaller, the free version with Windows 10, is going to do the job properly either. Once you're done, you need to get into the services and make sure you disable anything and everything that talks about Norton and Symantec. Restart your computer. Make sure your Windows Defender is running, and you should be good to go. They're doing a good job on the Microsoft side protecting Windows 10 with Windows Defender so far, and I hope that that continues. All right, uh, to get rid of Norton, would you use a program like Revo? I really would. And like I say, with Windows 10 and the way it's tied together 
with this automatic update for some of the, some of these security programs. Even when that's done, you got to get in and check your Windows services. Not that difficult to do. You can run a, a, a Google search on Windows Plus services and how to, and it will show you a little bit. But be careful. When you're in Windows services, don't be disabling anything that you don't know about. Do some research. Take your time. You can get through this. I've said for years, Steve, and you know this, anybody that can read can actually do maintenance on their computer. Google is your best friend, and that's true for all techs, not just at lay people. That's everybody. Most tech guys sit with a Google search box open all day long. I also do that, so it's available to everybody. All right, and uh, Revo is easy to find. I love Revo. Revo is uh, written by the same company that does CCleaner. And you can just go to Google and type in R-E-V-O, space, uninstaller, press enter, and it'll take you right to Pureform, and you'll be able to find the free download and rock and roll. Yeah. All right. Quick break. We've got more. Uh, We've got a call waiting. We'll get to that right out of the break here at CCO. Uh, Al is waiting to visit with us. And we'll get to some more text as well. 81807. The Tommies are off. Doug, good enough to come in today. And when the Tommies season ends, uh, Doug will be back with Tech Talk here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. One fifty, ten minutes in front of two. It's gone quick. Tech Talk with Doug. Uh, the Tommies are idle today. They'll be back at Hamlin next week. We'll be on the air at 12.50, kickoff at 1 o'clock with Dave and Eric. But it's good to see Doug, and when the Tommy season ends, he will be back. Let's go to the phone lines, and uh, someone's waiting there. Uh, Al, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi, Al. What's going on? Uh, I've got a gateway computer that was owned by my sister, and uh, she left it behind, and now I have... uh, the name and the computer is locked. Password is locked on a gateway Windows 7 computer, and I can't figure out how to get past it. Yeah, we had a call earlier or a text earlier. I can't recall. While this thing is booting, you start tapping that F8 key. And if you happen to miss it and it goes into the login, at that screen, just pull the plug. That'll force it to bring up a safe mode screen. When you come up to a black screen, it'll give you several choices. Just highlight safe mode, press enter, and if it gives you a choice of user, select the administrator. Once you're in there, you can go to the control panel, and you can either create a new profile, or you can go in and you can just remove the password from the old one. And if you have trouble with that, you give me a call next week, and we'll get you through that easy peasy. All right, uh, by the way, we'll have Doug's phone number and email coming up at the end of the program today. And we appreciate all the calls and texts. It's been a while since Doug's been on the air. Of course, we have Tommy football on Saturdays in the fall, but St. Thomas is idle today. They return to play next week. couple from the text line. Uh, someone is getting computer not responding on Windows 10. What could be going on there? Well, that's really strange. I, I'd be looking at hardware there. I'd be looking at the hard drive. Uh, something is definitely off. That's I, I can almost guarantee that's hardware. Almost. Uh, that would have to be one that I would really like to get on my bench. All right. Uh, here, here's another good one. Uh, just bought a printer that connects to my phone with Wi-Fi Direct. 
Um, when I was visiting my mom and dad down in Arizona, uh, they have a Wi-Fi computer uh, or a printer, and I was able to get to it on my phone and print something I needed from my phone. It was really cool. Sure. But what the texter is wondering, will I be able to use the printer with the phone when I'm out of Wi-Fi range? You know, HP actually will allow that. You can set up with what they call their their e-print. And if I'm not mistaken, most of the other manufacturers will allow this too. But HP is really the leader here. Uh, If that's something you really wanted to do um, and you've got an HP printer and it's set up properly. Now, this thing really, we should make some justifications here, Steve. When they're talking about printing direct, HP for sure, when you actually turn that printer on, you can talk from a computer or a phone or a tablet right straight to that printer. I don't know if I agree with that configuration. I think if that printer is set up in a Wi-Fi, it should be going through the router. Now, if you're going to be connecting it out and about with your iPhone, I, I'm quite certain that that printer has to be talking to that Wi-Fi router so it's connected to the outside world, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I agree with that, but yes, it can be done. All right, uh, what's your limit? Uh, we have a text here. We have an old uh, Mac uh, mid-'90s vintage and an old Mac mid-'90s vintage. At what point in time is this equipment not upgradable, if you will? I mean, what, what, what do you kind of use these, as a... These are Macs? Yeah. Huh. Do they, can you turn them on and start them? Yeah. Rock and roll. Um, big thing with, with Apple Macs is you got to be able to get a current operating system. Now, with Mac, they stopped supporting this equipment, but if you're able to at least get an operating system, you're probably going to be okay. Run it, run it, and run it. But you got to remember, Stevie, I grew up poor. We don't throw anything away. Yeah. We just don't. Um, now... With that said, if you're in an older operating system, you might have some security issues. You might want to just be cautious that you're not doing your banking on that thing or putting your passwords in here. That, But if it runs, by all means, use it. And as far as SSD drives, you can get a cheap SSD drive. Pop that baby in there with 60 bucks worth of hardware. And these Macs, they're going to run and run and run. Like I say... If it's running and it's not running hot and it, you, you think it's going to go another 10 years, by all means, upgrade it and let the good times roll. All right. Uh, one other one, and this goes back to the beginning of the program. We were doing a little cleaning, a little fall cleaning and cleaning out an old office area and uh, figuring out what to do with some old computers. Uh, how easy it is to wipe clean your computer. Uh, for instance, uh you know, for whatever reason you want to start over or uh, put in a new hard drive, how long does it take? Is it easy to do? Yeah, you've got everything available. Um, If you're doing Windows now, you've got to download what's called an ISO, and that's a file that will create bootable media, either a USB drive or a DVD drive. If you've got that DVD drive completely done and you boot to the DVD drive, it's going to take you into the Windows setup, The first thing you do is delete all your partitions. Be aware, when you do this, the data that was on that drive is gone. When you delete the partitions, you're starting fresh. You should be able to do that in two to three hours. 
um, depending upon the speed of your internet and depending upon the speed of your hardware. But yeah, two hours, you should be able to have a clean machine. Now, from that point, if you're doing Windows 7, you want to start tweaking that baby. C-Cleaner. SpyBot Search and Destroy on there for absolute certain. ADW Cleaner is a backup. I think that everybody with Windows 7 should purchase a copy of Malware Bytes, Malware and Antivirus. And then you're good to go. But it shouldn't take more than two to two and a half hours. All right, Doug, we've got to run. The hour has gone all too quick. It's great to see you. St. Thomas Idol today. They're back and play next week. When the season ends, Doug will be back with Tech Talk. Doug, how do people reach you? Phone number, email, et cetera. Ah, Thank you so much. 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H.com. 651-552-9543. All right. Now stay out of trouble. Absolutely. Let me know when you want me back, Stevie. All right. Real quick again, that phone number, how do people reach you? Sure. 651-552-9543 and WCCOTech.com. W-C-C-O-T-E-C-H. Com. All right, take care, Doug. We'll stay in touch. Have Once a good again, weekend, my man. Tech Talk with Doug Swinhart here on CCO. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.